0: Let's go. Welcome to the Florida Woman Podcast. You're listening to the Florida Woman Podcast yet again. I know you are. You're a fan. We love you. I'm Nathan Simpson.
1: And I'm Kelsey Ann Wacker.
0: And we're sitting in Kelsey Ann Wacker's childhood bedroom right now. Very very tasteful. Thank you know, you. it's not often that a childhood bedroom, you know, transitions into adulthood in a in a classy way. Like the there's always like a touch of like shit that you had when you were a kid left. You know what I mean? Well, you know
1: why it looks like this.
0: Well, because you and your your parents had a whole project of, like, beautifying. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it looks gorgeous in here.
1: Yeah, we just redid it. We went to... There's a lot of good thrift shops here because uh, people die here. (laughs) um, And then their family goes through their stuff, but they're not going to ship all of it back to Minnesota. Okay? Yeah, so they just give it all to, you know, the local thrift shops, the local antique shops. And so we went to some of those and... Shout out, Architectural Salvage. Nice. First of all, um, and we redid it. We kind of did a Florida theme. Wooden fish hanging on the walls. Yep. Um, there's some pinup posters that we found. Cute bathing beauty in a yellow bathing suit reeling a fish. It says "Catch a Beauty, Boca Grande, Florida."
0: Was that a tarpon?
1: It's a tarpon. Nice. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. She's um, hot. Yes, it's a. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful landscaping here. Speaking of dying. And leaving all your possessions to uh, shitty millennials so they can decorate their room with them. (laughs) Because the things that you used to own are kitschy. (laughs) We nearly fucking died the other day. Holy shit, babe. That was a close call.
1: Yeah, we had a near-death experience here in Florida.
0: We were driving. Okay, well, let me start off. Florida is a
1: lot of people's final resting place. And we almost became one of them.
0: Yeah, on the fucking highway. I wonder how many I wonder what the worst state is for for like fatal car accidents. I bet it's a uh, I bet it's California. Yeah, fuck California. Anyway, so we had gone to Crystal River to swim with the manatees, which was something that I had always wanted to do. And it was everything you could possibly expect and more.
1: They're way bigger than I thought they were. They're and I've seen fucking
0: huge Yeah,
1: like I've seen so many photos of manatees. I've seen videos. Like I've seen I feel like I know what a manatee really looks like, but they were just way bigger than I imagined. Yeah.
0: It's like For a they're like
1: three thousand pounds. It's
0: like an underwater elephant. Mm-hmm. I mean it's unbelievable. They were it was it was so crazy. We were, we went out on a boat at like six o'clock in the morning uh, before the sun had even risen, and we, we got in a wetsuit, and we jumped off, and they were just out there just chilling. They were just munching grass, having breakfast. It was it was just minding their own damn business.
1: Yeah, they're so beautiful. gentle, and they really don't mind humans. Apparently, they're blind.
0: They're blind as shit.
1: But they just feel you, and they know you're there.
0: They have teeny tiny eyes, and so they can't really see much of anything. Yeah, so they sense you, so they come up to like see what you are. Basically.
1: Yeah, um, the, the lady diving instructor was like, or snorkeling instructor, was like, um, be careful of your braid because they might like...
0: Try and eat it. Eat it because yeah. they think it's seagrass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of tucked it into my wetsuit.
0: Oh, uh, it was so cool. We saw a newborn baby manatee, which apparently is rare to see because they go hide when they have, have children. Um, so like nobody's ever seen a, a baby manatee be born, like ever.
1: Ever. Yeah. Like no one, no it's scientist documented. undocumented.
0: Ever. Um, but it was crazy because it was this tiny little guy, and it was he was perfectly smooth. He yeah. hadn't got any, he hadn't got any wrinkles yet. He was just a little tube, <laughs> man. Did. It was awesome. It was so cool, and I'll never forget it. And it was and it was gorgeous. Um, but and we spent the night in this like little resort on the river. Yeah, it was great. Damn, it was great. Um, but then on the the day afterwards. We were driving back through Tampa. We stopped in Tampa. We had a great lunch at the West Tampa Sandwich Shop, which is like this like legendary place. All the presidents go there. And then we were driving back to Sarasota to go to the premiere of our movie, which happened last night at the Sarasota Film Festival. But the highway was like four lanes. They were all full, completely like jam-packed with traffic. But everyone, you know, it's moving at like 75, 80 miles an hour. We were in the far left lane and in the far right lane, a couple of cars ahead of us, I see this pickup with like a little, you know, little trailer and it was carrying like aggregate, yeah, I mean, fucking straw, turf, who knows? It was a landscaper. Um, but the trailer starts to wobble and then it starts to really wiggle and then it starts to fishtail and then the fucking truck completely loses control and crosses all four lanes of traffic, zooms in front of. Of, like, multiple cars, including us, and crashes into the median, Um, goes off the side of the road and, like, onto the shoulder in the middle of the the highway, right in front of us. Like, there was one car between us and the runaway pickup truck, and we managed to stomp on the brakes, get off the road so that we didn't, like, cause a pileup, and fucking sit there and... Like, have a quick conversation with God before we got back on the highway. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been so close to to dying.
1: Yeah, that was... It was... We can't stress it enough. It was so scary and it was so close. It was the type was of shocking. scary where you don't scream.
0: Yeah, I don't it's know if like, you've ever
1: experienced that, but it's just like... It is way too dire for you to be screaming. Yes, like
0: exactly. You, you're you, not even. You're not even afraid in the moment. It's like your no. brain kicks into hyper focus. Yeah, mode.
1: I took my sunglasses off. Like I calmly took my sunglasses yeah. off and put them on the floor because I was like, I'm not gonna need any accessories right now. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna need my wits about me.
0: It was crazy. It was yeah, nuts. my mind went completely blank and like focused on like getting off the road. Yeah. And, like stopping the car before But you literally
1: hit. no one was hurt.
0: It was like, a miracle. And
1: we were driving my parents' car and it didn't have a ding on it. Like everyone made it out by the skin of their teeth. It was so insane.
0: It was so crazy. It was I you know, I started reading up about like near death experiences and mm-hmm. apparently that's how every that's how it is when you like almost die. Mm-hmm. Everyone was writing like, like I fell off a cliff and like, I didn't have time to think about it. Yes. Like all I could think was, oh, I'm falling off this cliff now.
1: Yeah. It was so calm.
0: Yeah. It was so bananas. <laughs> I'd never seen anything so dramatic happen on the road either. Mm-hmm. God. But yeah, so we, we stopped and it was funny cause like when we were stopped there, like you know, catching our breath, fucking shaking ourselves out of what just happened, um, the car that had gone off the road was a pickup truck. And then just out of nowhere, like three other pickup trucks just drove up Um, to like, it was like, it was like watching a herd of animals like on the Serengeti, you know what I mean? These pickup trucks just came out of nowhere to like check on the other pickup. It yeah, like,
1: it was like, you know, a pickup truck's got to check up on the other pickup truck. It's, a, it's pickup like a truck law. to pickup truck, you know, man to man. It's like, it's like a you got yeah, it's a code. It's a yeah. secret society. They just got to make sure they're all right, you know. Man,
0: it was wow, it was, it was so crazy. Speaking of crazy, guys, we went to Pinellas County.
1: You guys we went to Pinellas we County. We went
0: directly to the source. We
1: went to Pinellas Park in Pinellas County, we which is Pinellas the heart Park, of Pinellas.
0: Which is where all the fucking crimes happen.
1: Fifty percent of the crimes that we read about on this podcast happen in Pinellas Park.
0: We had to see it for ourselves. We were like,
1: "What's going on?" And it's in between where we were in Sarasota and Tampa, so we just yeah. drove through. We went to the Publix. We made the Publix in Pinellas Park our like you know little home
0: base. Our Uh home
1: base. And basically, it's just a pretty sleepy, normal, middle-class suburb of Tampa.
0: It was totally... With some slight
1: modifications.
0: Yeah. What would you say those are?
1: I would say that my analysis of Pinellas Park is just that it's Florida on steroids.
0: Explain. It's,
1: It's Florida bumped up a notch. So it's everything that we've come to expect from florida which is why it kind of presents as pretty typical when you're there you're not like whoa where the fuck am i all of a sudden um because frankly i was just expecting it to up. be
0: more like hood
1: yeah i know because so many fucking crimes happened there and it's it wasn't not... even no it was pretty normal but it was like everything so there was a you know a sort of Heroiny, like skinny white lady with like pock marks, like outside of a liquor store mm-hmm. on a bike, who was trying to solicit something from this like very midwestern-y kind of looking white guy on a mm-hmm. cell phone, mm-hmm. and they got into an altercation outside the public liquor store, yep. and then like we were in the car, and this car pulled up, and it was like this souped up pickup with mm-hmm. these two like. Twenty-year-olds with like gauges and yeah, like it was like lifted. Yeah, yeah, and like her eyebrows almost looked like they were like tattooed on kind yeah. of thing, and Listening they were like to vaping like shitty
0: trap music. Yeah, and they
1: had like a huge pit bull that still had his balls on it. Of course, like those kind of folks.
0: Punisher skull on and the back then, of the truck. Yeah. yeah, and
1: then I noticed that there were a few like Cubans or whatever Hispanic people that were like doing a country thing, and that's why I think they were Cubans because like. I don't know, it tends... They, they're
0: the most Republican. Yeah,
1: they're like Republicans yeah. So <laughs> they come to the US and they're like, dude, I love this. Yeah. They're like, this is me, this is who <laughs> right, I am. I'm right. getting a pickup truck, I'm gonna fucking wear camo, Yeah. and I'm Cuban, but I'm just rocking out like I'm country as fuck, you know?
0: The guy who made our sandwiches was like a, like 20, maybe 21 uh, year old, like little black kid. With face tattoos,
1: face tattoos, crazy face tattoos, a cross, a cross, right there. He had a cross on his kind of forehead. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But like he was so nice, nice. yeah. He was like the not really friendly. Yeah, the face tattoos communicated a completely different story than his personality. Like, no, nah, he, like, he made our sub shiny, smiling, uh-huh. like like the nicest dude ever. Like, he, and he was great also customer like customer service.
1: That's my mom.
0: Yeah, he's working with his mom. And We were like, like his, no way. He's like, we like yeah, she's yeah, she's my, my boss. manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, really <laughs> she, it was funny. It was really funny. And like there was like a an old lady who was like her second was, day, yeah, yeah or she something like that. Didn't know anything. Yeah, it, I mean, it took like nine hours for, for us her to, get to our, make a sub, our sandwich. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have traded it because no. we. It was a whole little ecosystem back there. It was. She was, was being kind of taught by the Vietnamese, Vietnamese lady. lady. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Who was like, "Oh my god, get it together, woman." She yeah. was like having no patience for this yeah, little old right. lady. Was like, "What's hummus?" <laughs> and I was like regretting my order. I ordered a Greek sub. At Publix. Don't Reader do it. Choice. It's stupid. It's a weird choice.
0: Get an Italian sub. What I know. Are you doing? It's.
1: I know. An Italian sub or just make your own, but make it normal with like meat and provolone and yep. fucking lettuce and pickles and shit. 100%. Yeah. Or a chicken finger sub. It's fine too.
0: I was standing behind maybe the dumbest kid I've ever seen. It, he was like 14 years old, long, stringy hair, and his mouth was just
1: open, open the entire time. Yeah.
0: And I, I you know. He was sort of standing loosely near the sandwich counter. And I was like, I had to ask him, I was like, hey, are you in line to order a sandwich? And he was like, he like turned around and his mouth was agape. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in line.
1: Yeah, he was, I don't.
0: Here's the thing I'm not making fun no, no, of I was, disabled people. Yeah, that's what he, I was say. I don't think he no, had something. He's
1: the dumbest person I've ever met that didn't have uh, an excuse to be dumb. Like, yeah. he did not have. <laughs>
0: he was writing He did the not seem to perfectly. have a fucking
1: disability or mental.
0: Disorder. disorder okay. Kind. No, he, he was just was a just normal kid. He was the bottom of the barrel kid. was doing as little as he could.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, his brain functions just as, just over the line. Yeah. Just over that Forrest <laughs> Gump line.
1: And then there was, the woman who checked us out was like this um, sort of like disapproving, like middle-aged, like kind of Indian like woman. pretty Indian woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And And then, God, there was just, oh, there was some people that were like, because um, Pinellas Park is... Sort of next to St. Petersburg, which is also in Pinellas County, which is known for being like an LGBT, like area, like yeah, hang, yeah, like has yeah, like yeah. gay beaches uh-huh. and stuff. And it's always been like super progressive. Mm-hmm. And so, but there's some like, s- there's some runoff from St. Pete. And I think right. it's like the people that can't really afford to necessarily live in St. Pete, but they like, like migrated lifestyle. to this, like part of the world for that, like, li- yeah, for that type of lifestyle. Uh-huh. And so they're like, they're like gay or like, you know. I saw some, like, kind of gender-fluid people in the publics, but just poorer, mm-hmm. so just not...
0: Poor and gender-fluid.
1: Well, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's not working, really. It's yeah. just a mismatch of things. It's...
0: Why? <laughs>
1: what do you mean? Why did I think they were poor?
0: No, why Why is that a mismatch?
1: Um, They want to be doing other things with their appearance that they can't uh, really I do see. or keep up with. So it's, like, kind of the bare minimum you need you need accessories with that type of look, you know what I mean Interesting. And they just don't ha- they don't have the pocket cash for what it takes to I like heard that, of that that one guy in Penellas Park that we that we did a segment on who had his um, eyebrows shaved and then he glued rhinestones for eyebrows. Ah, yeah. like blue rhinestones and he had like you know blue lipstick and stuff. it's like yeah, yeah. they kind of wish they were doing that. But yeah. they, like, just aren't because they, they have worked too hard and they don't have enough money. So <laughs> that's my take on it, at least. Well, and then we went to, like, a, a thrift store because I was like, it's just such a great way to understand yeah. an area. And we, yeah. like, drove through the neighborhoods For and sure. stuff. Um, and some good stuff in that thrift store. some great stuff. Some Mets jerseys. Mm-hmm. That some, was awesome. like, Pepsi glasses. I love those, like, old Pepsi glasses. Uh-huh. Cool stuff in yeah,
0: there. Yeah, like how you would find in your friend's like, cabinet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you'd go over to a friend's house when you were a kid, and you'd see, like, they have a, like, a branded cup. Yeah. Yeah, like, that kind there of stuff. There was,
1: like, a 300-something-pound guy, like, sitting out front who owns it, kind of, and he had, like, you know, half his teeth, but he was having, like, this really, like, intellectual conversation with this other guy. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, it's such a funny convergence, confluence, whatever, of a bunch of things there in Pinellas Park, and I think that's why it's crazy.
0: It was everything from everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we were we were walking on the highway, and then, like, there was, like, this kind of, like, hood dude who was, like, trying to get out of our way. Like, it's just, it's just so many different oh, things. Oh, yeah, there was a guy,
0: we were We had parked down the street, and we were just walking on the sidewalk back to our car. And there was this guy, you know, who, you know, he, yeah, he was, like, hood affectation, and he had, like, the Bluetooth speakers, like, mm-hmm. playing oh, his yeah. shitty trap music. Um, but he was walking, walking towards us, and in order to, like, make enough room for us, I mean... It's funny, you get out of the city and you realize people's personal bubbles are a lot bigger. So, to, in order to make enough room for us, he stepped completely off the sidewalk into the highway, like, towards oncoming traffic, just to, like, G- I mean... Give thanks, us Thanks, man. It yeah, was polite, yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, I was like, dude, get back on the sidewalk. What the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah, I mean, yes, it's it just was everything... It's like that movie that just came out. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It was... That was what Pinellas Park was, and that's probably why there's so many weird Florida fucking crimes that happen there. Like, because people, the the energy is, like, you can feel the energy in the air. It's just mm-hmm. all these people, charged. all like mashed together, um, and it's really cool in one way, but like in the other way, you could see how it could get they chaotic. Fight and,
1: yeah, be chaotic.
0: I saw the biggest American flag I think I've ever seen in my fucking life. Right as we were driving into Pinellas, oh, there was like geez. a car dealership there. And this, I mean, it was, it was, it was like the size of the entire country. It was giant. Biggest thing I've ever seen. It was nuts.
1: Something else I noticed about Pinellas Park was a lot of pedestrians. And I don't, I don't think these were people who, it's not a walkable uh, city. No, no, it's, it's not,
0: not. No, it's a car, it's a car city. So if you're a pedestrian or a, you know, slow on, bicyclist. Yeah, yeah you, you
1: got, you have a DUI. Or worn out. S- several DUIs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's something to note. And then also 100%. a lot of massage parlors.
0: A lot of people walking across the highway notice mm-hmm. that.
1: Yep. We've got a f- kind of a f- looser, freer way to sort of just meander across the highway. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. Well, it's like it's practice. They obviously have done it a lot. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. The ma- what the massage parlors say to me though is um, some. Oh,
0: there are a lot of a guys.
1: lot of sex workers and a, a lot of trafficked individuals. Yeah, yeah which. Yeah.
0: That's, I mean, that's just a, I mean, allegedly, you know what I mean? Mm, that's just a it's guess. It's not that alleged. You don't think so?
1: No, a, like a roadside, like off the highway massage parlor or in like a strip mall. I mean, there were a lot of Unfortunately, the yeah. statistics say it's like, it's, there's like an 80% chance those women working there are either slaves, trafficked, or Ooh. wage slaves, or have like a debt that they're paying off, uh, supposed debt.
0: Just to yanking them. guys all day long. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, it's terrible. That's fucking awful. Um... Uh yeah, free the free the massage ladies. Hell yeah. Yeah, free the massage ladies. Um, so yeah, we need to do a rescue operation. We need to drive back to Pinellas and
1: free get free the SWAT the, team and mm-hmm. bust down the massage parlors. Mm-hmm.
0: Although maybe getting yanked is what's keeping these people level. You know, maybe the crime will go off the charts if we go back. They're not
1: milking and, those men.
0: Exactly. If the guys aren't getting milked.
1: Ah, you're right. It's a All delicate right. ecosystem.
0: You want to do your Florida woman? I do. Let's go.
1: Okay, this is from Fox 6, Milwaukee. Sheriff, Florida woman stuffed plastic Easter eggs with porn, placed them in strangers' mailboxes. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Uh,
1: Palm Coast, Florida. For several days, deputies in one Florida county were receiving phone calls complaining about Easter eggs filled with pornographic images being placed into residents' mailboxes. On Wednesday, April 8th, this was last year in 2021, Flagler County deputies said they received calls about a woman placing more of the plastic eggs into mailboxes on Hernandez Avenue, and she had a 2004 Silver Honda Civic. Mm. That feels like a Florida woman car.
0: Silver Honda Civic from 2004? Absolutely. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so it uh, apparently contained pornographic images, and then something else I found strange... Quote, non-threatening references to nearby churches and county buildings? <laughs> what? what could that be?
0: I don't know. Maybe she's just trying to meet up.
1: Yeah, maybe. At the, count,
0: at the DMV. Yeah. Trying to get fucked in the parking lot of the church, maybe. It could be.
1: So then deputies located the vehicle. There was a the lady doing this? It was a lady. Nice. Deputies located the vehicle heading north on Beltair Parkway and they made a traffic stop, and inside the Civic was 42 year old Abril Sestoni. Detectives said Sestoni admit, admitted to placing the items in the mailbox, saying she was, quote, educating people.
0: Educating people. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Yeah, she distributed about 400 Easter eggs with pornographic little pamphlets inside. She
0: was the Easter mommy. Yeah. Damn! God bless the Easter mommy. I love the Easter mommy. Oh,
1: it says she works at Publix too. Of
0: course she does. She consummate Florida woman, Publix employee, uh, porn distributor, uh, educate community educator. We love her. We love her. We, Abril Sestoni. All right, here's my Florida man. Florida man shoveling spaghetti in mouth arrested at the Olive Garden. So check this out. A Florida man was arrested. This is from uh, uh, NBC Miami. Florida man was arrested at an olive garden after police say he caused a drunken disturbance and was shoveling spaghetti into his mouth with his hands. Oh, wow. Mamma mia. Uh, ben Paget, 32, was arrested by police in Naples nah, on I April 7th on charges of disorderly intoxication, resisting an officer without violence, according to an arrest... Report obtained by the Miami Herald. Uh, the report said officers responded to a disturbance call at the restaurant, found a shirtless Paget chowing down on the spaghetti. Paget smelled like booze and was muttering obscenities, the report Ooh. said. A restaurant worker told police Paget caused a scene inside the restaurant and had been asking patrons for money outside and yelling expletives, the report said. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this guy, class act. Uh, I think I love Ben Paget. Officers gave Paget paper towels to clean up the pasta on his face. <laughs> the report said after he was taken into custody, Paget started smashing his head against the metal cage partition in a patrol car, causing him to cut oh. his head, the report said. Paget was booked into jail and later released on a $2,000 bond. Attorney information wasn't available.
1: Mhm. So he's got the blood, he's got the red sauce. He's just so he's just He's got kind the red, red sauce mess. running through
0: his veins. Yeah, baby. This man is an Italian stallion. Or do you stallion. think
1: he was chowing on Alfredo?
0: Oh no! I think he was. He, I think he was going the classic marinara. Mm. I think he was fucking stuffing his face with red sauce. I could just feel this man's Italian roots. This is. I mean, it's so beautiful. What a beautiful sight to see. I, I mean, I think that this might be the the peak Florida man that we've found yet. I mean. The the guy with the rhinestones who's who's raping himself with a pickle in somebody else's front yard is pretty close, but this guy, fucking stinking of booze, shoveling spagoot into his mouth
1: with his damn hands, with
0: his fucking hands,
1: asking people Fuck for utensil. money, yeah,
0: begging for money and then shouting, shouting
1: obscenities in between mouthfuls of handfuls <laughs> of spaghetti,
0: completely hammered, and then. He cannot be caged. When they put him in cuffs, put shirtless, don't forget shirtless. Oh, yeah, no shirt. I love that. Throw him into the patrol car and he starts fucking bashing his head against the partition in between him and the police officers. This man is a patriot. This man uh is this the fierce spirit of the Roman Empire runs through his veins. <laughs> He's a gladiator. He's a gladiator, and uh, I love him. Shout out to Ben Padgett. All You're the fucking man, dude. Napoli.
1: Napoli. Naples, Florida.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yes, he was in Naples. <laughs> yeah. He had to go to Naples to get the olive. Oil.
1: He didn't know why, but he had to go there. He was
0: drawn there. Mm-hmm. Something in his soul, like like an elephant, like going to.
1: The place of its birth.
0: Exactly. Do they do
1: that? Yes, and manatees too. I remember that because the woman said, just like elephants, Ah, manatees have a really, really good memory. They live a similar lifespan too, like 80 years naturally, and they often go back to have their children where they were born. They remember where it was that they were born and they have their children there, even if it's like miles and miles and miles away. Just like elephants.
0: So we we were swimming around with a bunch of Grammys and grandpas. Mm -hmm. 80 fucking years old. That's incredible. I know. Just munching seagrass every day. What did they say? 300 pounds of seagrass? Yep. Fucking nuts. That's crazy. All right, babe. You want to do your Florida facts? I really, 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 really do. Bring us the facts.
1: Okay. So... The last episode that we dropped for you guys was our part two of the Casey Anthony, Mother of the Millennium series.
0: If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's really good.
1: Seriously, if you, yes. Because I'm about to, my fact is a factoid that I left out of the Casey Anthony episode, um, but I'm going to give it to you now.
0: Nice. Bonus. So
1: it's about the said Zanny the Nanny. It's about Zenaida Fernandez-Gonzalez herself, okay? Who is the
0: woman that that Casey Anthony originally implied had stolen her daughter.
1: Yes. So um, she sued Casey Anthony for defamation, right? Of course, yeah. Because she was saying, like, she couldn't get a job. Her name was, you know, her name was in the papers. Like, Mm -hmm. even though it was found to be a total fabrication and that she didn't know Casey and had nothing to do with it people still remembered that name and she would like apply for jobs and they'd be like uh, I don't think so like yeah. just I don't really want anyone around this case to be Yet anywhere another near another fucking workplace. person
0: who Casey Anthony ruined their life
1: yeah so Casey Anthony has made this situation her case the death of her daughter the media frenzy she's made this you know pretty complicated on her own as a florida woman yeah but it gets even weirder when you add Another Florida woman to the mix. Of
0: course, it, that's just simple math.
1: Enter Florida woman in the ring, Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez, the real woman. Okay. So, like I said, she sued Casey in 2013 for defamation. defamation.
0: Yes, rightfully.
1: Right afterwards, she was arrested for stealing a cancer patient's credit card and spending $850 at stores throughout Kissimmee and Orlando's Osceola County.
0: Oh, what the fuck, Zenaida? Come on.
1: Yeah. Zenaida Gonzalez, 45, and Jonathan E Acevedo. Uh, wait, I can do this better. Jonathan E Acevedo, nice 20, job. 26. I hope they were, you know, I getting hope she was little... getting a little with a 26 she was slinging that
0: poontang around.
1: Both face charges of credit card theft and grand theft. When the credit card so they they were um maids, housekeepers at the Star Motel.
0: Oh, off the man.
1: 192 strip. Oh man. In Osceola and Kissimmee, basically yeah. right outside of the parks. That's yeah. where the Florida Project movie takes place.
0: Man, it's all coming together. Yes.
1: Uh-huh. Um so they they're cleaning rooms. They steal this credit card of this... Cancer um, patient. 64-year-old cancer patient in the Star Motel. And they use the card at Home Depot, 7-Eleven, Walmart, Racetrack for gas, you know. Of course. And Sports Authority. (laughs) And they're arrested for stealing this guy's fucking card and going on a shopping spree. I was
0: expecting, like, Chanel, you know. I was expecting, like you know, the uh, drive downtown and go to the expensive stores and buy like I know. purses and shit. But it sounds like they bought construction materials and gas a Frisbee.
1: and like, uh, yeah, maybe a, <laughs> well, a, like a, a soccer ball and like a, a
0: hockey a, sticks. Freezy
1: for... <laughs> at the Seven Eleven, like yeah. a slushy. I hope they did the blue raspberry cherry combo.
0: Oh, you fucking idiots
1: at least Goddamn. or the cherry and the Coke. That's a good combo.
0: That is a good combo.
1: Um, so
0: I agree. You have good
1: taste. The saga of Zenaida Fernandez-Gonzalez is not over, even with that.
0: So she's implicated in the Casey Anthony trial. Mm-hmm. She winds up stealing from a cancer patient at the Star Motel where she's doing the laundry. Now what?
1: So going back to her lawsuit,
0: mm-hmm. she's
1: being represented by Morgan & Morgan.
0: I'm John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan and Morgan.
1: Morgan of Morgan and Morgan. So I'm going to read to you from this article, um, and I'll link it in the show notes. But basically, initially, Zanaita's Fernandez-Gonzalez, you know, she like never signed up to be dragged through this national media storm. Yeah, yeah, of
0: course. This sucks for her.
1: But as a Florida woman, Mm -hmm. it appears she is indeed enjoying the spotlight.
0: (laughs) It'll always get you.
1: So for the first few days of the case, as this supposed nanny, you know, you know, she was under the microscope and people couldn't like prove it. But Casey was like, she stole my kid or whatever. So Mm -hmm. she's like a suspect. And, you know, um, Casey couldn't pick her up in a lineup. So really didn't last that long. So remember when we were talking about or we were trying to imagine how Casey Anthony came up with the name Zenaida Fernandez-Gonzalez? Yeah. Well, it turns out that Zenaida Gonzalez filled out a guest card at the Sawgrass Apartments where Casey claimed Zenaida lived Ah. and where she claimed that she dropped Kaylee off into Zenaida's care. So they're interviewing, the police go to interview the Zenaida who filled out this, this card at the Sawgrass Apartments it was just an odd coincidence that Zenaida, the real person, visited this apartment complex and then Casey claims that this apartment complex is where this Zenaida woman lives and where she dropped... Isn't that just a, the weirdest coincidence?
0: Well, no. It sounds like Casey like took a look at the logbook and was like, okay, I'm remembering that one.
1: Right. That's right? true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So... <laughs> As this case of defamation goes on, it turns out that this Zenaida Gonzalez actually doesn't have Fernandez in her name. What? So the lawyers used Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez in the in the civil suit against Casey Anthony, um, but and no one at the time corrected the the media that she she was not actually a Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez. It wasn't moment. her. Who came forward she was just a Zenaida Gonzalez and she led everyone to believe that her full name was Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez and that she's like yo I'm like that's my name like she's like accusing me but actually she wasn't what the fuck
0: so because her name happened to be Zenaida Gonzalez not Fernandez Gonzalez but just Zenaida Gonzalez she said it's my chance and she stepped forward
1: Yeah, and it, you know, obviously she claimed that, like, this unwanted attention and, like, just being interviewed by authorities at all in connection with this case, like, even though she wasn't charged with anything, was um, impeding her ability to get jobs. But the job that she said that they used in the case that she didn't get, turns out she actually quit.
0: She just quit? She
1: wasn't fired or anything because of her name. She just, like,
0: (laughs) So did her case get thrown out of court?
1: Yeah, I got yeah, thrown out. Got yeah, it's got thrown out of court. Yeah, but it's just so funny because it's like this other Florida woman jumps on the Casey Anthony bandwagon wow. to be like, it's me. She's talking about me.
0: But to it's not even her, in her the full spotlight. name to put
1: herself in the spotlight. And then they find out that the jobs thing is sort of kind of not it. And she's just going around quitting jobs. And then she's arrested for stealing. For grand theft. Yeah.
0: For going to get too many Slurpees at the fucking raceway. Chicanery. I call chicanery on this. This is fucking tomfoolery. I love it. The Florida woman just can't stay out of the spotlight.
1: They can't stay. She's
0: got to have her chance. Endlessly fascinating. This Casey Anthony thing, it just keeps delivering and delivering and delivering. It just spirals. What an unbelievable fucking story. All right, you ready for my Florida fact? I am. All right, let's go. So this Florida fact does not only apply in Florida. You can take this outside of the... You can take this anywhere that there's an alligator. I just figured we know alligators are dangerous. We know they're scary. We know they are lurking everywhere around us every time we're down here. But how do you survive an interaction with one? So imagine you're just having a lovely day near a body of water, but all of a sudden an eight foot prehistoric monster starts waddling towards you looking fucking hungry. What do you do?
1: Okay, I actually think, can I guess?
0: Please. Because
1: we do get taught alligator safety in the Florida public school system. Ah, of
0: course you do. I was taught. Yeah?
1: If there's a tree that you can climb near you, climb the tree. To the top of the tree that you as high as you can get, because they cannot climb. They're lizards, well, huge lizards, so they just can't climb.
0: Yeah, they just can't.
1: If there's no tree, run in a zigzag pattern because alligators do not have any peripheral vision.
0: Wow, that no, this is interesting. So
1: you're going in and out of their eyesight, and they can't change directions that quickly either so they're very confused and they see a glimpse of you and then they lose you and don't run in a straight line because they will outrun you they are faster than humans
0: now this is very interesting and i believe that they taught you alligator safety in public school i learned uh as an aside i learned tornado safety in going to public school in kansas so you know no matter where you are i assume public schools are always teaching you the uh the hazards of your environment and how to live through an encounter with one. But I'll tell you what, you're half right. The best way and the very first thing that you should do when you want to escape an alligator attack, as per this article, is avoid it entirely. Stay the fuck away from an alligator. Don't even be near one. So yeah, so the, the idea of climbing a tree or running away... That's a good idea. You want to get as far away as you can from an angry alligator. But here's the thing. All of what you just said about alligators' capabilities of running and what they uh what they can and cannot see outside of their, you know, peripheral vision is totally wrong. They can only run up to about eleven miles per hour. No and, way. Yeah, and for reference, people can get up speeds like the fastest people can get up to speeds of like 23 24 miles per hour yeah so you can easily outrun an alligator they can't really maintain speed for that long and if you're in it says here if you're in anything approaching good health you should be able to outrun a gator no problem and there's no need for zigzagging just run fast and keep it up for a while (laughs) oh shit oh my god
1: that's so cool (laughs) so it
0: turns out all that zigzagging stuff that's just hokum wow it's like just turn tail and yeah run away um So but the other thing is if you happen to just get surprised, you can't run away. You fight back. Fight back hard, it says, before it can clamp its jaws on you, get you into that famous death roll, which you don't want to be in.
1: Because they kill you by drowning you. That that would be the problem, is that they they would hold you underwater and like. Disorient you you and
0: shake you and drown you. Fuck. I'm just flashing back to like, you know, watching the the National Geographic channel when I was a kid seeing a crocodile in the Nile like rip a gazelle down and just start fucking barrel rolling. Oh, these things terrify me. Okay. You fight back hard. You go for the snout. You vicious... It says here... Like a shark. Yes. The snout. Viciously... Or a person. Punch him in the nose. It fucking hurts. Viciously attacking the tip of an alligator's snout might make it release you. Strike with a foot or a fist or better yet a large rock or Best of all, a large knife if you have one. Nice. Crocodile d- Dundee. Yeah. Um, gouge the eyes. It says this is life or death, so people leave the PETA stuff out and gouge that gator right in the fucking eye with a knife or whatever tool I mean, you happen to Florida have. All Florida
1: people should carry a knife. Should yeah. should carry a knife, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of situations in which you might need that.
0: On the other hand, what you're doing with that statement is arming everybody in Florida with a knife. Mm, yeah. You see what I mean? I do see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the NRA argument, right? Like, if everybody's got a gun, then everybody's like staying in control, right? Every the, People are regulating each other with the guns. So yes, you're saying I don't,
1: I don't think these things through. I, if I everybody's
0: got a knife, dole
1: out advice willy nilly.
0: Well, that's, that's our job, that's sure, what we do. I yeah. Know. Um, we don't have to be we don't have to be right. Yes, 100% this does not of have to time. check
1: out at all.
0: Well, listen, there's some logic to that. If everybody if you know everyone's carrying a knife when you're walking around, you might behave yourself a little bit better. Mm. But then again, if you're given to bad behavior in the first place, having a knife might escalate that bad behavior especially pretty especially when
1: the heat is just addling.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, regardless, you should have a tool with which to jab an alligator in the eye. Mm-hmm. If you're down here walking around, getting into situations with alligators, bring a tool of some kind, and probably a knife would be a good bet. Okay, next it says, hold the jaw shut. They have, you apparently their muscles for clamping down are extremely strong, but if you just get your hand wrapped around the jaw, it, like, the muscles aren't strong enough to open. You know what I mean? They can pinch down and keep it held really fucking tightly, but... It's really rudimentary muscles that they have to be able to open. And those are super weak. So a human's hand should be able to just keep that closed. And if you keep the mouth closed, it can't fucking bite you and death roll you. Now, the last tip (laughs) is that if you're caught in an alligator's jaws and you sense it beginning a death roll, do your best to roll with the gator and don't fight against the maneuver. This will make it less likely that you lose a limb. And as death rolls use a lot of a gator's energy, you might get one more chance to fight back and break free after a roll. So go with the roll, not against the roll.
1: that is so interesting.
0: Right? How to survive a gator attack. Don't be in a gator attack. Or hold its mouth closed. Or punch it in the nose. Or gouge its eyes out. And if all else fails, and you wind up in that thing's jaws, and it starts death rolling you, go with it. Don't fight against it.
1: It just seems like great life advice. You could just <laughs> kind of use this all, extrapolate it outwards. It's a metaphor, global. really. Yeah, it really is.
0: <laughs> well, that's my fact, babe. That's all I've got to share with you. I think this was a this was a nice episode. This is a sun drenched, uh, swampy, humid, muggy episode. And I can't wait to bring you guys more content. We'll have we'll have another episode coming out next week, and uh, another mini-sode. Nathan's we'll got bug bites until...
1: all over his. I legs. fucking
0: do. They love me. It's I I think it's my blood this type. This is a Florida
1: actually. hazard. It is. It's like O, oh, right?
0: Yeah. It, no, I'm O neg, so I'm the universal donor. They baby, love that shit. Yeah. They've, <laughs> oh, it's sweetest. like candy to them. Nah, nah, nah. They do. Yeah. They don't I'm... want
1: anything to do with me. I never get bit by bugs.
0: I literally have like. 50 to 60 bug bites it all really over does. my legs it's fucked up we sat next to a river for like an hour and like I just got devoured it's crazy yeah. um well if I survive <laughs> we'll be speaking to you next week and as always we love you thanks for listening bye
1: bye bye